0: Underscore Expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, I got to tell you guys about this beautiful rising star who I've known for some, quite some time, and I've seen her work, and she's absolutely amazing at it. Her name is Jamie G. Jamie G. is one of the most sought after. Lockstitions in the greater central Orlando area. She's out here doing her thing. She's one of few salons in this area that have at least a five-star rating. Now, she does everything in terms of maintaining, uh, retwisting, and just making your style pop, enhancing what you already have with those beautiful locks that you have. Now, don't take my word for it. You can actually find her on jamieg.com. And that's J-A-M. EEG.com. You can also find her on Instagram as well. She also has her own product line for hair care for the locks called Juicy Royals. And it doesn't have all those nasty chemicals that ain't necessary for maintaining good, healthy black hair. All right. You guys go down and go visit her at jamieg.com. She definitely is adhering to COVID restrictions. So no walk ins appointment only. Okay. You can find her again at jamieg.com to get your appointment set up. And you can also find her on Instagram at jamiegcosmos. Okay. So you can't say I ain't tell you. And if you're looking to get those locks maintenance and just looking more beautiful than ever, you need to go check her out.
1: Expression, get started, yes, sir. It's your boy, man. Key Zali, and welcome back to episode three of the community. You got a locked to into Reggie's Expressions, and of course, Reggie himself is here. What's going on, Reggie? What's going on, man? glad to be here. Glad to be here. But I unfortunately saw last night, but man, hopefully, I can learn some more information from you guys. What's going on, Angelo? Nothing much, man. Just chilling here like a villain. Y'all see, yeah. Angelo got the hat. And I'm cut. not if part, part of the of
2: Marvel, but-
1: Huh? You see, Angelo got the haircut. Y'all see him? Got the grays popping, looking great. I see you, boy. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I'm popping. <laughs> I'm popping that gray. About to turn 29 for the 14th time on Tuesday.
1: Hey, man. nothing wrong with that. I just had a birthday as well myself. I turned 32. Um, I like think yeah. I'm the youngest out of you guys, right?
0: Yeah, you are. Right. Yeah, apparently. Right. Yeah, you are. when is uh when was your
1: birthday? A couple of days ago? Yeah, September 16th, man. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, Day yeah. before my niece. Virgo, Virgo season. All right. It, are we still Virgo? So then they add like a,
2: a horoscope in there somewhere. <laughs> Actually, my my birthday
1: is the last day before the cutoff. What what's the next one? Libra. Yes. I thought they added a new horoscope in there somewhere. Yeah, but it was like towards the end of the year. Okay, so they ain't messing with us. Just yeah, like, it,
0: I'm in that new category. I don't know the name of it, but I, my birthday is in December, and I'm a part of that new category.
1: You still a Sagittarius, or you claim the new thing? I claim Sagittarius Hi, right, man! in a with that saggy baby <laughs> but guys if it's your first time checking in with us we do have two more episodes that came out before this man that first episode was more of a question answer thing we I, actually I believe it was one of our best episodes you know Mr Reggie got really emotional on that one got really into the topic we appreciate that I'm not picking at him I'm telling you man if you missed that first episode please go back and dig into that man that was our first time sitting and talking I may have said a few ignorant things that I won't say on episode two or three because I learned from these fellas and then on episode two we got into acceptance homophobia and the end game mm-hmm. but tonight 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 man we're digging into these laws and we're talking a little bit more about the trans community um now the trans community thing is because of me I'm not gonna lie um I have a lot of questions that I hope these guys can help me with neither one of the fellas identify as trans but as being a part of the community they have a little bit of information so keep in mind if they say something wrong or if I say something wrong teach us don't beat us y'all agree with me fellas yeah, yeah I agree. Man. That's, it. That's okay. it. Now, go ahead. You gonna say something? Oh, my fault. I thought you was gonna say something, Angelo. But um, there's no. three, four, there's eight different laws that came out recently, man. This, I was doing my research before we got into this episode. Eight different laws that came out, man. Three anti-trans sports bans, one anti-trans medical care ban, and four religious refusal bills. Now, fellas. I'm not a part of the community, but I, I'm, I'm really big on politics and learning about what's going on in the world, man. And these religious refusal bills, you guys know what they are? Yeah, the uh, from what I understand,
0: they are where a business can choose to not uh, serve you depending on their religious beliefs. Right?
1: Yeah, that's, that's how I took it, too. Okay. Angelo, I'm going to put you on the spot, man. What's your favorite? What's, what's your favorite coffee place? Starbucks go to starbucks and a man just say not going you don't want to serve you because his religious belief is that the community is wrong and it's a sin how you gonna react to that well uh, knowing me i'll probably look at him like he's a
2: jackass and say what i gotta say but then again i will pull my my pocket where i need to go and of course if i have to blast you on social media and all my platforms i will I mean, uh, like I said, there, there's always repercussions. Yeah, you are, you, you can do whatever you want to do for religious reasons and purposes or medical reasons or whatever the case may be. That's fine. Great. I'm not, I mean, I, I just to say, well, for me, the same way I don't want my life to be intruded on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm going to do the same thing, you know what I mean? Like, if if, if you don't want to serve me, fine. Uh-huh. Um, To be honest, I don't need that coffee. It's not like... I'm going to lose a kidney if I don't drink that coffee. But best and believe, the moment that I walk out of that building, your yeah, your your business is going to be on all platforms. In in um, <laughs> yeah. What, it, what, what was that last? What was that what, last what, platform that people don't even go on anymore? MySpace. I will even put you on MySpace. <laughs> but
1: why? Like, why would you? Why would you attack the business? Why? Why can't you just say, okay, you don't want to serve me? Cool, I'm out. Like it's their business. If you if it was if the tables were turned, you will have the same power and control to do these things, and you will want your business to be respected. So why would you why would you blast out that business that way? Well,
2: it's I mean if you're okay, yeah, it's your business. You can you 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 know I mean it's not you are putting this policy into place. You are in a way promoting discrimination by definition, Mm -hmm. even though you're shielding yourself by your religious beliefs you are still promoting discrimination Mm -hmm. and regardless of what i mean yeah you can shield yourself from religious purposes but that doesn't stop me from invoking the truth the only way that you're going to get me if it's defamation of character
1: period right or if i'm being deflamatory the truth all you're going to say is that starbucks told me not to come in because i'm gay right and, and then you're gonna you, continue you, to be like, don't shop there, don't go there, right?
2: Well, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post what I need to do. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, me personally, I'm not gonna picket your store. You okay. know what I mean? I mean, but what I'm saying is, I will have my voice be spoken to on social media and every platform that's available to me. I'm not, you know, I'm not the type of person that's gonna be like, oh, let's start a picket line and go from there no i'm going to voice my opinion and you know businesses you, you tell your story once and 10 people will hear it and then they'll go from there it's like the telephone
1: line you know what i mean so you feel like you what you're doing now is attacking the business back because they were discriminatory against you is that your is that the, your answer to it I no
2: guess? i'm i my answer is i'm going to share my experience right but About you know what business. your
1: experience is going to do, Angelo. You know that like you said ten people are going to hear it, and one of those not right. one of those ten people may start something and, and go with it from there. So you know what you're starting,
0: right? right. It is, not,
1: go ahead. I'm sorry. I,
2: I have no control what other people do. I'm just going to share my story. I understand. I'm going to share my experience. Right. And, and you know, if I'm going to share my experience, that's like you going into a barber shop mm-hmm. and he nicks your head. You know what I mean? While he's cutting you. And you're like, you get that text message. So how was your experience with XYZ Haircut Company? And you say, oh, yeah, I had a very good experience, but he nicked my head and I bleeded for a couple of days. And I'm a a hemophiliac.
1: A lot of people are going to read that and be like, I'm not going to see that barber. Well, the thing about it is when those type of surveys, we're going to move on, but when those type of surveys come, they're directly from the business. You're purposely going on social media to say that I went to Starbucks and he told me to leave because he true. didn't want to serve me. They didn't do anything true. wrong, per se, because th- that's the law. They have the law to go by. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like, man, you know you're going to go out there and say that, and then an activist or somebody well, in your timeline going to see it pick it up and that's
0: going to hurt that business, so to say. Right. Well, well,
2: I mean,
0: that's the intention too. you know, obviously if we feel discriminated against, you know, part of the ownership that we have over it is the fact that we're number one, we're going to be honest to our experience. And we're also going to, you know, with the expectation of being of showing how in 2021, we still have companies that we patronize on a day to day basis, whether they know if we're gay or not, which they don't have any issues with, you know. That's 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 really the issue there. You know what I'm saying? Where we have the choice to be able to say whatever we want based on our experiences, and that's that's it. Just like they can follow those laws, but it's not gonna it, it, it's not gonna happen when you're gonna have people want to patronize your business if they perceive what you're doing is discriminatory against the people you know that they know and love. I guess what? One and, last quick. And ahead, I have
2: and, and, hold on. and I have one last comment and it's going to be kind of messed up, but it's in my brain. And, and there's, there's a reason why I'm saying it. Um, it's no businesses no longer have the option of being segregated in America. Right. You can know. You know what I mean? Your your audience is not a particular race or a particular culture It's no longer segregated yeah back back in America standards back in the day you served whites you served blacks and I think in a way we some people have that mentality and use their religious freedoms for that particular reason and that you know and and that's fine but at the same time we're we're now a a, a more socialistic multimedia uh, uh social media platform that it I mean if you're hurting your businesses because you choose to do that you're not being inclusive in your business now if you want to narrow your spectrum to a particular demographic great but that's no longer america it's no longer narrowed down to a specific demographic
1: anymore The last thing I'm going to say, and I got a question for you, Reggie, but the last thing I'm going to say to this topic, and of course, guys, if you're watching, please chime in here, Angelo, up and tell them how you feel. But (laughs) the last thing I want to say is this, though, man, it all boils down to respect for me. Now, I can't speak from either one of your sides because you're in the community and I'm not. But what I can say is boil down to respect. If someone not, if I'm, I'm talking about a black and white, a racial thing here, if I go into a business here in the town and they say I don't want to serve you because you're black. If they said it in a respectful way, I'm walking back out. I feel like that's the end of it. It's their business. It's the, who they want to serve. Now, it is against the law. We can go on with that. But I'm talking about this religious refusal bills dealing with the community. I'm kind of meshing those two together. So, if that was to happen to me in a respectful way, you respectfully told me to leave. I'm out. You didn't yell. You didn't cuss. You didn't inward this or anything out the way. So, I'm going to leave. So, I can't agree with just attacking someone based off of them just saying, I refuse to serve you. But we different people and we do different things.
0: But you know what? The, well, the,
1: the thing about it is, is
0: you're taking, I mean, we're talking about a business uh, versus a person. You know what I'm saying? So, the business is non emotional. You have a person who is. That may be your belief, but you and I keep saying this, you can't control how I'm going to respond to what you tell me. Yeah. So if I feel discriminated against, you absolutely daggone right that I'm gonna go on Facebook and tell ten other people so they know my experience. And yes, I do know that intention whenever I go in there. You know you admit that you're going to absolutely clap back. I, I you can call it clapping back or whatever. To me. It's responding to my emotion because I feel discriminated against, and that's the that's the bottom line. These rules exist, you know, with the idea of taking out the emotional aspect of it. But the unfortunate part about it is it doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? When you are told no, it feels horrible. You respond to that no in any situation. That also fuck. Uh, uh, you know, it also messes with how you perceive certain things in terms of, well, am I not good enough to go in there and all these other internal thoughts that it may sound like it's just a little thing to you, but I internalize that. And then I develop a complex based on it. At the end of the day, the idea that rules can exist and there's no gray area doesn't necessarily work for me. And, you know, I think that we would be a better world if we just understand that, you know, it is what it is. Every circumstance is different and we need to take it um, by case by case scenario.
1: Now, you just said you'll go online, you'll clap back. Bring me to my next question. What type of. What's the word I'm looking for? What? How have you used social media to, to get the word out about some of these laws and some of these anti-trans laws? And I know we talked about in pre-production. There's been about six or seven years now that you know gay marriage is allowed in, in the U.S. So, how, what have you done over your time, over your life? You are OG. That's the turn that we came <laughs> over the last time around. You are OG. So in your OG lifetime, what have you done? If it's social media, if it's out in the streets, to push for certain laws or push against? certain laws that go against the community. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of uh, community outreach,
0: um, obviously, and some of the things that I do Um, for me, I think knowledge is power. So I use my platform, you know, uh, mostly to talk about, you know, the things that go on in my life and also what I've learned over time as well. So if there's something that I feel like is important to, you know, to speak about in my in my vacuum or, or not vacuum, but in my world of folks that I follow, so on and so forth, then I'll learn as much as I possibly can. And then just in casual conversation, mention it. So I might not have a dialogue directly with that person about what's going on, but it causes the option of conversation where they may take the step further and decide that they want to research it. And they do feel that it is a bit discriminatory or how the way they feel about it. And they choose to either talk about it amongst their friends or if they wanna uh, approve or deny what, what's said. So that's really what I, I, I try my best to do is to learn as much as I can, have a dialogue with my with my folks, and then just you know organically bring it up in conversation. Now here, um, Carlos and I, I would say last year before the um, was yeah I was during the pandemic, we worked with uh, Voting While Black. It's the um, I forget what uh, the the CPAC uh, group of folks. And what we did was is you know we went out and um, was stuffing bags and and you know just going around talking you know about some of the things and letting people know in the community you know what we do and. You know, that's a sense of outreach as well, um, you know, that I do from time to time. But for the most part, this, this social media, a lot of people like to denounce it as it being something that, you know, doesn't mean anything. But I don't know how many times the internet or social media has been used to, to, to find people, have been used to, you know, uh, get the word out there, get people voting, talking, information, we use it on a day to day basis. So, you know, when these people are talking about just internet sleuth or internet people who are just keyboard warriors, there's power, you know, in that. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's definitely a medium that I continue to, to, to use. And it's, it's relevant, you know, to making sure that you get what you want out. And, you know, that's what it's about.
1: Now, the reason why I ask you that is because you're very passionate about our our next topic. Mm-hmm. This whole blood drive thing about being able to give blood and give plasma um as a gay man in america now i'm gonna step out the way because like i said you're very passionate about this we're gonna, we're, gonna give you, we're gonna give you the big screen and we're gonna sit back and you tell us you tell us what's going on with this thing my man so for those of you who
0: may not know um giving blood and you know in america is one of the greatest things you can contribute to when it comes to any type of natural disaster right but Um, you know, with blood drives, you know, there are specific things that you have to be, you know, um, in line with one of them, making sure that you're not HIV positive, you know, infectious disease, so on and so forth. And most importantly, if you're compatible, um, now with the blood, um, with the blood donation, you know, one of the things that I feel is discriminatory is the fact that as a gay man, Initially, it was 12 months she had to go through the uh, go without having sex. Right. As opposed to there not being a time limit when it comes to, you know, same sex or not same sex, but uh, heterosexual relationships. And when the uh, Pulse, uh, uh situation happened here in Orlando, they changed it from a year to three months. Mm-hmm.
1: Right now, for COVID, it's three convenient. months. Too. Three, yeah, COVID. I'm sorry. COVID is
0: three months as well. Yeah. So, you know, there's no stipulation when it comes to, you know, heterosexual relationships, but they're also subject to the same, uh, um, you know, STDs that we're subject to. So it's not a matter of protecting, you know, anything. It's just discriminatory because I don't know a straight person. Other than people who choose to be celibate or even gay person that can say they have gone 90 days straight or even a year straight of no sex why is there that double standard you know uh, what I'm saying? well
2: not only not only that I haven't I mean I've, I've I've known and heard of a lot of heterosexual couples having anal sex
0: uh, <laughs> I wasn't ready for that but yes obviously. <laughs> We know like that people, you know exist and you know they try things too, so who's to say that that heterosexual man who identifies as heterosexual didn't you know have sex with the man the night before? There's no way to validate these things
1: do you, you know? know do you know like what's the justification behind it without being you know biased Did,
0: I guess I can well. You had to put a little caveat in (laughs) there, and I had to rein it back in, but so first off, no, I can't, and secondly, um, the only thing I can think of is just, you know, the fact that, you know, HIV and AIDS was a gay disease back in the 80s, and that's what it was believed as for so long. And because that's when the rule was implemented. It was back during right. the period. So, you know, long story short, we already know what it is, it aligns, right? So, you know, long story short, it's I think- It's an antiquated
2: it. policy. Hmm? It's an antiquated policy based on, on a fear that it's no longer a fear because if right. the fear was HIV, um, if that was the fear right the because I kind of understand in the beginning in the nineteen eighties um people were you know were were being infected, and it was predominantly more within gay men um but later on as the science exp- uh expanded and censuses and people coming forward with the disease um then it kind of identified, no, it's no longer a only gay men disease. I mean, heroin addicts, coke, you know, I mean, uh, her, you know, heroin and all this other stuff. Addicts, people that share needles. That's why uh, I think is it what? Or is it Seattle or Oregon that has the free, you know, clean needle program, you know, stuff like that for people, you know, that are drug addicts that use needles. They can make it a safer uh, way for them to ingest their drugs. Um, and, and even now, it's it's not even a, 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 shoot. With current medications, a lot of the viruses can get, uh, the, the virus gets remissed, you know, uh, suppressed. So, but it's an antiquated process. I mean, I personally stopped there's donating so blood two years, years ago,
0: so. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's just kinda of one of those things where somebody probably read it recently and was like, hmm, we should probably do away with that. Oh, we'll well, and it. Don't
2: worry and about. the initial reason and the initial reason that they give you when you go donate blood is bullshit. You know what I mean? It's it's really bullshit initially. Um but I I donated blood um it's been about twenty years. Yeah. Um and I, I stopped donating blood. You know, one, I had a very bad experience with them the, the drawing blood with 12-gauge needle. Trust me, the experience is not cute. And then, um, for me, it wasn't cute. I mean, having a 12-gauge needle, turning this nice little chocolate skin to white skin, no, it was not cute. <laughs> I uh, know the second reason. The
1: second reason because he can't go three months. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, that's another reason. You can't go three. Well, back then it was a year, but oh, yeah, yeah you, you, you can't go three months. I mean, I would never man, even a straight man going three months to a year it's not happening. without getting that without getting the pipe smoked. Not realistic. So and and then and not only and in and, and, and not only that, I mean
0: <laughs> for me,
2: it was kinda like, okay, well, I'm not special, right? My blood is only my blood is uh I'm gonna be positive blood type so the only thing I can do is sustain life that's all I can do the only thing they can do with my blood is oh you're going through surgery okay well let's give you some blood while we go through surgery it's not like they can give you an O or O positive blood and you can probably survive whatever you're going through um, but yeah I'm, well, to me yeah, it, it is an antiquated policy me personally I wouldn't be donating and those are my reasons
1: I'm going to call y'all out on this now right okay and the reason why is because throughout this series, we've been talking about issues. We've been talking about solutions. But on this one, especially mm-hmm. you, Reggie, why you haven't did any something about it, man? Why would you put a committee together and, and try to get a change just in your area and then grow sure. it out? You got your talking head. You got your podcast. You got your show. You got your following. I'm pretty
0: sure you can make some you can make some, some movement, right? Mm-hmm. And, and to be honest, Yes. You're right. I, I do have that platform, but it isn't something that I, I partake in that does, it doesn't directly affect me because number one, I'm, I'm not sexually, I'm never doing that. Um, and then secondly, you know, that the restriction because it doesn't exist on the other side is, to me, there's no need for it because they have the same access and not access, but they have the same uh, chances of getting, you know, uh, an infectious disease through sex as I do. It's no different. No. Well, let me
2: let me, let me put it to this way. I mean, even with our platform, um, your platform, or anybody's platform, trying to change the CDC in a 12 panel, you know, uh, on their point of view is new point. To be honest, you know what will probably change their mind? What's that? To be honest, it's going to take a, cluster, a clusterfuck of a problem in this country them to just lift up the ban and say you know what we'll accept any blood because people are dying mm.
1: you're right you're right now is there any other odd laws or odd rules that you guys have ran into over the years man that's just like
0: this anti-trans anti-gay anti-community the um anti-the community? you know one of the things that that keeps coming up in the trans community is um you know not having you know, they're being a ban about uh, they have to be at least 18 years old before they can partake in any um, yeah. change, uh, ch- uh, changing um, uh, type thing. Now, for me, I agree with that. And the reason why I agree with it is your body isn't finished changing. You know, even at 18 years old, you know? Um, so to, to do something that's going to be you know, life altering um, at an age where your body's still growing and changing, we don't know the science on how that's going to affect them in the long run. So, you know,
1: I agree with you on that one. I agree yeah. with you on that one.
0: So that, that, that's, that's that's it for me when it comes to, to that one. Um, I don't necessarily feel, but I can only imagine what it would be like being in a situation where you feel like your body is not, your body doesn't match what you feel inside. I don't know that pain. I don't know that that struggle. So it may be worth it for them. But I, I think that it requires it is nuanced and um you know, I don't see it being a bad idea just simply because we need more data.
1: Gotcha. Now, before we go, I want to talk about the trans community. But before we go and jump into it, I need y'all to break down these pronouns to make sure I'm not fucking anything up. Right. So uh, is he, he, which is like me, right? Are he, him? He uh, he he him. Mm-hmm. And then like, so the, the gay community, the gay male community is still he, him, right? Right. Uh, if they, yes. Uh-huh. Then it's she, her for women. Yes. What is they though? I don't
0: get the they. And I'm not trying to be funny, but like I, I don't get the they. The they is taking taking the gender Specific pronouns away um, basically allows you to just speak to them directly without you know figuring male or female. Um, the from what I understand, you know, when it comes to they, those people don't typically identify as either male or female. They're non-binary. They're not male. They're not female. So. You know typically when you get that day that's because at some moments you know and, and this is as simple simple as I can you know explain it at some moments they may fulfill a a, a gender role of what would be considered woman and there could be a you know a situation where they fulfill a gender role where it may be considered inherently man and so I hate so, the
1: nitpick, but can you give me an example because I'm not, I mean, it's not I'm not grasping it man. And we make well, it, we can move on you can throw it to me at the end of the show like you know at, behind the scenes mm-hmm. but I, I i it's not I'm not grasping it man okay like, when would you how how would you like need to be a woman and then need to
0: be a man like i i not, it's not, well, I'm not getting I think you're oversimplifying it because it's not what I, the idea is gender roles like man and woman those okay. are gender roles right um and when uh children come out they're either boy or girl yes when you take out the gender roles there's a big area of gray in there and you know a a a good example of what a gender role would be would be women are expected to take care of the kids men are expected to go outside the home and make the money right Mm -hmm. in the world that exists today we know that women can be breadwinners we -hmm. also know that men can be um you know caregivers for the children yeah, man. House
1: it's husband. Not,
0: it's not about gender roles at that point. It's about getting what needs to get done done. Okay. And wherever it may fall, may fall. And the idea of it is that there are blurred lines when it comes to what's inherently male and what's inherently female, other than just physical penis vagina, you know, type of situation. You know what I'm saying?
1: So, so when do we need to start? respecting the new pronoun because i'm a little confused angelo help me out help us out here um a man that wants to be a woman or or feels like she's a woman is a trans woman right Mm -hmm. at what point do i say she her like when when do i have to start doing that per se
2: ask is my my thing is ask perfect um because it's everybody's different as far as when they, where they transition or where they start transition, where they start and where they end. Right. Right. As far as transition is concerned. Um, so just ask, Hey, what do you want to be identified as? Mm -hmm. And most of them will not be offended if you ask now, Mm -hmm. if you assume, right. That's where, that's where kind of it gets a little murky because you'll have, you you'll have a lot of like for example um and I always get these messed up uh trans men they don't most of them will will just stop on and not have a bottom their their huh? the bottom surgery yeah the bottom surgery they'll just stop at breast feet you know facial features breast and they'll stop there and they won't transition to their bottom most of them will still have their born genitalia and but they will still identify as she and her right um then you have those that uh trans women that would do the same thing and stop and not transform the bottom and still consider themselves her and she so not my my thing is and i learned this the hard way is
1: ask um, if, I I was name, kinda... if i know your name angelo like you're angelo mm-hmm. you the homie angelo like i'm gonna say him i'm just gonna say him his like it's gonna be natural because you just know so i don't think they should be offended at first first interactions well,
0: but the thing is is there there's a difference with, between actually knowing the person prior to and a person that's completely new right the person that's completely new, we have the nuance of asking, hey, what would you like to be called? When- that's weird, Reggie. Well, well it, I, I feel like it would be weird so for me to, to say that to you. Like- a better word is not weird. It's different. It's not normal. It's not what we consider normal. Okay. Right?
2: Okay. So let me, let me, let me, hold on. Let me, let me, I just thought of something. Let me ask you this, please. Okay. At first glance, if somebody came to you with facial facial features, right? look like a man, how would you address them? Sir. Yes, sir, no, sir. Okay. And if someone had long hair, no facial features, kind of look soft, you know, maybe um no, I'm not gonna say that. Just Yes ma'am, I'm gonna say long hair.
1: Ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am, no
2: ma'am. But then you have them to have long hair as well, right? Yeah. So you kind of and, and they have no facial features whatsoever. You know what I mean? So you would you be like yes sir because you know and the funny thing is I used to, I worked in customer service for over ten years right my thing was hearing people's voices because I spoke to people on the phone mm-hmm. constantly right and you will get that one customer on the phone and be like hi my name is over oh hey sir how you no it's ma'am and you're like oh, oh
0: sorry I'm like, yeah
2: you can and, it's that's a very strong girl. ma'am <laughs> right but you're only listening to the voice right. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you made that one mistake once, right? Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And then continue. The problem with the trans community is that ev- even people that know aren't accepting right. of okay. their change right. And or their transition. Yeah. and And they just constantly keep reminding them that, no, you were a woman before, or no, you were a man before. And, and that's where the problem normally lies, because normally, in general, a stranger, a regular stranger, will look a facial, facial hair, whatever. Like mm-hmm. you said, hey, sir, hey, ma'am, you know, whatever the case may be. But when they know the person, they've been part of the community, right. somebody that you went to church with, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, but when you and I were playing around, you were Keith, and now you're Karen. And they try to remind
1: you that constantly. No, you were Keith. No, I'm Karen. No, but you were Keith. Well, it's before after the surgery, though. I feel like the surgery is the mark. Like I feel like the the, the 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 transition moment of having the surgery is that turnover. Or am I completely wrong?
2: No, because you have to understand. When it, uh, my understanding, and I could be wrong again. I'm not. I'm not yeah, an yeah. expert. With with, 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 uh, the trans community, but you have to understand there's, there's also an economic, uh, stamp, uh, an, an economic point to the transition, because there's a lot of people that cannot afford a bottom surgery. I mean, that, that, that can cost you 20 to 30, you know, thousands of dollars can bankrupt you. Right. But just, just because just because you can't cut off or, or modify your, your genitalia does not negate how you feel.
0: Right.
2: You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, just because you didn't go through the complete transformation of modifying your genitalia does not necessarily negate the fact how you feel. That's like me asking you, hey, um, Keith, how you feel today? I feel crappy. Why? Why are you feeling crappy? The sun is out. Yeah, The universe is great. Why are you feeling crappy? So, And then you're like, oh, well, you know, why, you, why do you want to change my mood? I feel crappy. But I want to change your mood, right? Yeah. But you're in a crappy mood. And here I am telling you, but the sky is beautiful.
1: Yeah, I get it. I guess the surgery thing, in my mind, it's been like a permanent thing. Like, when you have the surgery... I call you what you call you when you go through the change, your government papers, because it's difficult to me. And it brings me to my, my next topic. And when it comes to trans children that's in schools, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the um, I've heard about this with educators there, the trans children are coming into school and their name are, is Mark Anthony, but mm-hmm. they want to be mm-hmm. her. She mm-hmm. and the educators are, are basically getting punished for not referring to Mark Anthony as her. she. I personally feel, and I would love to hear your feedback on this, but I personally feel if you're not officially changed, surgery, paperwork, then when you were in school, when you were a child, under 18, you should just stick to the line that, you know, you were born as.
2: Okay. So give me a guideline here as far as what we're calling children, right? 18 and under. Because, yeah. okay. Yeah. But I mean, you have to understand to me, 18 and under is different. To me, I mean, to me, it's kind of different, right? Because there's stages in your life as a child. One to six, six to 12, because we all go through different stages in life, right? I mean, when I was a little kid, I know I had an imaginary friend. And that probably happened between one and maybe five and six. And then from six to 12, I had a different experience. So when you say underneath 12, I mean i'm I, that's why i'm asking the question right because okay. I'm, I'm just like everybody else I, even as an adult I'm, I'm always evolving and changing but as a child right and and don't get me wrong i believe this is my personal belief angelo's belief you know a child should if they're going to transition into what they feel they are, I personally believe that they should wait until over the age of 18. That's just me. You know, if their parent want to do, you know, guide them in a different direction, that's up to them, you know, the, the parent, their doctor, and what the child feels. Um, But I'm not going to negate what a child feels, right? Mm-hmm. Because if, I'm not going to say, I mean, I, I I'm not gonna tell a child, oh, you don't have an imaginary friend between one and six. I mean, it would, you, yeah, you, right. you kind of don't wanna do that. You know what I mean? You, you still, in a way, want to guide your child. I mean, this is where parenting comes in. You know what I mean? And 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 not negate somebody's feelings. And I know that we fall short sometimes in projecting our expectations and feelings into children mm-hmm. and not understand that children have to progress in life and you cutting them off at the past is going to be harmful. And that's like a parent saying, oh, well, you're never going to be a basketball player because you're not going to be six foot. Nobody in this family is over six foot. You know, everybody in this family is five 5'2".
1: That's kind of different. But what... I'm,
2: but what... No it, it, it kind of to me it kind of goes hand in hand okay okay yeah, Wait, because, no, it's just... because there's nur- there's nurturing in in that as well
0: um i think that you know you would have to have a real conversation with your child and and tell them that unfortunately you know people are not going to understand how you feel on the inside because it's not something they can see you know and oh. you have to have a nuanced conversation with them and say you know yeah your teachers may get it wrong um, sometimes, and you have to understand that this is new for all of us and we're in the process of going through it too. So although you may feel some type of way when your teacher calls you Rob or, uh, Michael instead of Michelle, and that's because they're also dealing with the transition as well. It's, it's not just a you thing, it's, it's all of us. So that would be the first thing that I would, I would, I would do. and and just continue to check in with my child and say, hey, you know, you understand that this is nuanced, this is new, this is different. And, you know, the the I like you, you said earlier, you know, you, you definitely evolve, you know, time goes, and I do feel like there will be a place where, you know, gender roles, you know, in terms of male and female will evolve and will completely encompass everything, you know, that everybody uh, can be under. Um, it's just one of those things that, you know, will become the, the status quo. But right now it's not. And that's that's going to be something that sometimes you're going to have points where you're going to have to stand firm and stand up for yourself. And there's going to be some times where you're not going to be able to show that rage. And that's life. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's all about growing up. That's growing up. That's, that's it. A, And
2: and another thing that I always have to say, as far as the educator is concerned, because my partner is an educator. I, I Sometimes we have this conversation as well, because we've had this conversation in the past uh, between me and my partner, is also, why is the educator having an argument with a child? You should never have an argument with a child. You know what I mean? Like, why would you argue, as an educator, argue with a child? is that's how the child feels or how they are? have a conversation with the parents. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how your child is feeling. Mm-hmm. You should have this conversation with your child. And then we, you know, we can come back to, cause keep in mind, in my belief, an educator is supposed to educate your child, not give them moral guidance either.
1: Yeah, but that's and you're interrupting. I get what you're saying about educators supposed to guide them along the way, but if you're interrupting the classroom with saying, you know, my name is Michelle. Well, everything from your ID badge to your birth certificate says Michael. Your parents refer to you as Michael. That's just you gotta you gotta look at it from that but, standpoint as well. Well, even at even at that point, Keys,
0: the unfortunate part about that is I I, I would hope that the parents would have taken it upon themselves to have this conversation with the leaders. Right. And they're aware it's not just one day Robert came in and he wanted to be Roberta, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's new because, yeah, you are going to have that back and forth. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's all nuanced. And a lot of times we think the issues that we have affect us all. When in actuality, it's our bubble we have to brace people for that. We can't expect, you know, to change our new normal and then expect folks to understand our new normal. We got to explain it to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, you know at the end of the day, that's it's really about having a conversation with your child, giving them the power to be able to explain how they feel, and then also if something changes, bringing all the parties that are involved in that development of that child and letting them know, hey, this is what's going on with with Robert. He is Roberta. We're going to play this out. We're going to accept him and move forward with this. And I, you know, would hope that you guys would want to go on board with helping that transition or development for whatever sake.
1: Before I leave this topic, and I got one quick question. I need a yes or a no because, you know, we can go all night. Um, (laughs) Do you think the educators should be punished for not wanting to acknowledge this new pronoun? I think that they should be.
0: I think they should be given the choice to either participate or not, kind of like the vaccine. Whether you want to take it or not, if they decide that they can't fuck with that, then they should be given an opportunity to either, you know, go somewhere else, and it not be an uh, indelible mark on their uh, their you know permanent record. You know what I'm saying?
1: So, Reggie's saying no, Angelo. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm saying, no, I mean, the, the, the educator to me, educate the educator's job is again, I'm going to evaluate you as far as educating the child, as far as the curriculum is concerned, as far as what your pronouns, how you want to be addressed and whatnot. Look, if the child wants me, if I was a teacher and a child want me to call her, her, I'll be like, girl, okay, get your ass down, do your homework, do what you need to do, blah blah blah. I'll in, I will indulge in your situation, but at the same time, I will be having a conversation with that child's parents. Like, look, do you understand that your child was when, when they're in school? This is what they want to be addressed at. You know, this is something you need to talk to your child about. Gotcha. Um, and 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 go from there because keep in mind that again, my job is not to. Help your child transition and whatever they are doing because it's going to probably sound controversial, but kids, kids change. Everybody changes all the time, right? I mean, as a little girl, as a little, I, I remember as my child as a kid, I used to play around with GI Joes. I used to play around with Barbies. I used to play around with you know stuffed animals. You don't want to know what I used to do with the stuffed animals.
0: Wow. But you
2: know, um. <laughs> but you go through these phases in life, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I experimented as a kid, you know what I mean? Everybody experimented as a kid. Some kids eat dirt, some didn't. Uh, You didn't experiment as a kid, I did. I was one of those kids that experimented. Even today, I'm one of those people that I will push the envelope until somebody tells me that I need to back paddle. But um, sometimes I will push that envelope when i feel comfortable of doing it sometimes you know as an adult you know it's a different story but yeah i mean going back to you know the the trans children it's not really the educator's job you're asking them to go out of their preview you know of what
1: they're doing now if they're failing as an educator then that's a whole different story gotcha so your answer is no both you guys say no to punishing the educator if they're not getting the pronoun right. Mm-hmm. right? No. Now my next question—it's up to them. My next question is up in the air to either one of you guys to answer. Either one of you guys play sports in high school, middle school? Baseball. Track. <laughs> you ran track. You played baseball, right? Mm-hmm. The question that I—the the next topic I want to bring up as came as it came to the screen is trans sports. Mm-hmm. Um From 2019 to 2022, 33 new bills have been introduced to ban trans women for participating in women athletics. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to say that you guys have the floor. How do you guys feel about that?
0: Mm. I don't really have a feeling, to be honest. How do you
1: do you think that's excessive for thirty-three new bills? Do you think it's an issue?
0: Oh well, think- sure. But it's it's the thing about it is is I do know that women can do what men can do, mm-hmm. and sometimes women can outshine men, you know, hands down, you know, in, in certain situations. But there are some advantages that you have being inherently male that you don't have being inherently female and you'll never be able to get You know what I'm saying? Even though you may add the extra, you know, breast or whatever the case may be, if you're a man or or get rid of, uh there's some basic things that you can't change, you know, in terms of your bone structure and, you know, things that make men different, like 13 ribs as opposed to 12 ribs, so on and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. In the air So, you know, the, the thing is, is it's nuanced, man, but.
1: And, well, he sound like he on the gate, man. How you feel about that? I don't man? know. I'm gate, rattling
2: man. the gate because. What? I'm, I'm rattling the gate. I'm, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know, because I, I kind of get the argument because there's two parts of it, right? There's the genetic part of it. And then there's the. The feature feeling. part of it right? right the feeling about it because mm-hmm. <clears throat> you have a lot of them in the medical community saying, well, if their uh testosterone level isn't at this much um then they really don't have the same stamina and the same uh endurance that a male would have right uh because what does testosterone Scientifically, does right, it gives you a deeper voice, gives you more endurance, gives you facial feet, uh, facial hair, facial features, or whatever. Blah blah. blah. That's what helps transition, right? Especially with uh, 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 trans women. Am I getting it right? now? um, <clears throat> transition is taking just more testosterone, and then the opposite, right? You have estrogen. Keep in mind, <clears throat> genetically. And I think, I think I'm going to go back to an old conversation that Reggie and I kind of had. It it was controversial back then. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring it up today. (laughs) And this is a perfect example. Um, Mm -hmm. Scientifically, and I'm going to bring this up scientifically, we're all asexual, right? But once we start developing we're actually all females in the womb okay then our gender becomes and either you become a woman or a female i always made this joke that we're all bisexual i've always made that little joke yes it's a little joke that I, i've always made i had that same face <laughs> yeah he's yeah he, he, he was the way that he was gonna make it It was always. it it's a joke that I always did because I was like, hey, you know that we're all bisexual. Like, how do you bisexual? Well, we end up we're all set up starting we all start up as being female and then we up being male. That was my joke, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But really scientifically, that's that's how it happens. You all start off as female, and then we end up getting our gender aside, either you become female or male, and then we all, even today, even uh, sitting here as three males, we all have estrogen in our system, and it's it's part of our DNA. It's just we have a lower level than the female does. We all have the same. You know what I mean. We and females have testosterone as well. It's just a lower level, the a, a, a higher level of estrogen. Um, my thing is is. Are we having this discussion because of science or because
1: of religious purposes is, well, is really the question to me. I don't think it's neither one, man. I mean, it, bro, it boils down to should trans women, people that were born men, play in all women's sports
0: and vice versa, right?
1: Well, the vice versa, I don't think we even have an issue with really. Do we have I mean does that, it... I mean on a social platform, not saying it's not happening, mm-hmm. but on, on, on a social platform or on the world's platform, the big issue is trans women playing in all women's okay. sports. A guy well, that... trans going over, making the transition. I said the right word, making the transition mm-hmm. to a female, and then they want to play women's basketball, uh women's soccer. Women's UFC. I think that shit is crazy. Excuse my language, but I think this shit is crazy that a man can have a transition and then get in the cage and fight a woman. It's uh, you think that's no that's okay. I mean, I want to know.
0: I, I'm me, I stuck, mean, man. I mean, I, 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 I'm with you, man. Like, seriously, I agree with you. Um, I, it's- I mean,
2: I, again, I, the only argument that I can bring to the table is the scientific part of it. You know what I mean? Um, and as far as the scientific part of it, I mean, I, I guess we have to we have to look at the, the the data. I mean, didn't we have a few now in the last Olympics?
1: Transgender, was that? I can't confirm it. I can't. Wow, okay. I but but I mean, without the science, Angela, the I get I get you, you want to keep it to the science. But I'm asking you, you have a daughter. Your daughter wants to box. You find out a trans a trans girl. I want to get it right. A trans girl is your daughter's next opponent. You check this trans girl record as a male, as a boy. He was kicking ass. Now he's in a ring with your daughter. Twelve rounds in the box. You gonna be okay with that?
0: But you 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 added something extra. What? Uh, I add?
1: What? Help me out now. The, the idea
0: that because if he's wrestling as a or wrestling or boxing as a female, it's it, his stats are gonna be different. It's not gonna be the same.
1: It's not gonna be the same, but it's it's there. When he but, was a boy, he was taking ass all they, the, if they, made
0: the tra- if they made the transition already, I'm assuming they have a different name to go by. Just something something between. different, yeah so it's not there's no way that though that information would even know that information is going to be out because that's going to be a hot topic I I, I mean we can we can debate nuances and stuff and I get what you're trying to say I, I completely understand it but I think that it would be safe to say the average person would know unless they told them that it's you know it's trans or you know a trans girl you would have no idea
1: Angelo transgender girl trans girl fighting your daughter you down with it or not bro no science it's your kid versus this kid <laughs> um I just make sure that I train my daughter to kick his ass I gotta take that answer man I why, mean why, why is it such a difficult one why why is this such a because
0: it's for me it's, well, it's it's nuanced every situation is different every situation can be looked at at the same lens no matter how much we come up with these things that's supposed to, you know, incorporate everybody, it's black and is huh? It's black and white, Reggie. It's not though. It's None not. It we're a- talking about again. We're talking about how somebody feels on the inside, what the outside looked like. We are talking about people who knew that they transitioned before and people who don't. You know, we're adding those are extra elements that obviously would change it as time goes on. So you can't say that I would rule with the iron fist this way and then you know as the nuances change you change well one one
1: word you guys keep throwing up is how someone feels Mm -hmm. but you're only talking about the feelings of someone out of the community not the feelings of back to our first topic the business owner Not to the feelings of the little girl that has to fight this now trans girl fighter. What about their feelings? What about the parents that don't want to participate in that? What about the teachers who don't believe in that? What about their feelings? Are you saying, oh, it's a new world? It's a new day Forget your feelings. Things are opening up. What you guys. How do you guys speak to their feelings?
0: I mean, to be honest, you know, everybody at the end of the day has a choice to either participate or not. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. Right. So all I can do is tell you my story. If you want to be a part of it, you can. And for those who don't, there's the door. And that's really that's as simple as it gets when it comes to these these kind of things. I mean, you know, you can though, Reggie, you can tell everything are, are, there in new situation is. Yeah. But what I'm also saying two keys is it's not a blanket statement. Like I can not everything that I say is going to match for every situation. Mm-hmm. I do say nuance because there are nuances that you have to consider for every situation. And without that bit of nuance, I might make the wrong decision on something based, you know, not based on the right information, I guess. I could, you have to take in consideration of those things to come up to a full solution. And yeah, at the end of the day, all of it depends on how that person feels. We, I'm big into honoring folks and how they feel, you know what I'm saying? It matters to me. So if you came to my house, you you remember earlier we was talking about, you know, if you were upset, I'm trying to get you happy or whatever. I'm inherently invested in trying to get you feeling better. That's just who I am as a person, right? And I can look at that as being something that I could just write off or something that I need to take a closer look and understand with a different eye or different lens that Keys may just be having a bad day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't define him as a whole person. And I'm not gonna look for that to define you specifically. I'm gonna understand that there's gonna be some things that Key's gonna get away with that Dax ain't gonna get away with. And that's because we have a different relationship.
1: I get it, but you got, Angela didn't respond. So I wanna give you an opportunity as well. And, and Reggie, you ran from the question. You can You guys continue to bring up how that person feels Mm-hmm. But none of you guys have addressed how, I guess you would say, not the victim, but the other person feels, the business owner, the teacher, the, the other parent. What about their feelings?
0: They're, nothing. Uh, I mean, as it's, it, it's simple as it goes, their feelings don't matter to, to me. How is that right? I, it's not about right or wrong. That,
1: but that's, but that's kind of where the, the line draws and a lot of issues happen because- with... With, if with the with, idea it. is that
0: things are nuanced. You know what I'm saying? Again, I, I can't rule with an iron fist. I'm so not trying
1: to rule, I'm it. not trying to get you to rule with an iron fist. I'm trying to get you to look at it from just a different view here. Mm-hmm. Uh, every not every well, I could probably say every subject that we've hit on this evening. Both of you guys, at some point, says it boils down to how that person feels. If they feel like mm-hmm. a man, they should be a man, they feel like a woman, they should feel like a woman. I I feel discriminated against. I'm going to go to my facebook i'm gonna go to my myspace i'm gonna blast you out but no one has taken the moment to spin the coin and say well how does that other person feel and why their feelings aren't respected now again i'm playing devil's advocate here because i listen to a lot of right wing radio just to get their mm-hmm. thought on it because i don't want to keep everything mm-hmm. on one side and a lot of times they, they that's the question that they have well if we care so much about how you feel well what about my feelings When it comes to the situation, their feelings being a person that doesn't believe um, trans trans women should play in women's. And like I
0: said, you know, uh, when you have a discussion with people, Mm -hmm. you give them the out to choose whether they want to fuck with you or not. Yeah. Right. And that's where it lies. It's about that decision that they choose at that time, whether to, to fuck with you or not. You know, it's not. You know, the idea is that people don't all of a sudden decide that they're going to change. It's been something that, that that has been bubbling for a while. So they've shared with somebody along the way that, hey, this is an experience that I'm having. And I'm, I, I think that I want to move forward with this transition. Got and it isn't a matter of not caring about. I mean, at the end of the day, I, the only thing I can talk about is how I feel, my experience, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I can give that person the option to either fuck with it or not. And if they decide to stick around, then they have to accept it. Or they can, you know, and I do understand that people change all the time. And what could be good, you know, five years ago might not be the same for me. And that may change every so often. And that I understand that people grow. That's what we do. But. So, it, Regen,
1: your answer was you don't care about those feelings. I want to. I want to, stick, so, I want to stick to the question and get it back to Angelo. That's that's not my that's not my answer. But that's what you said. You didn't care about the feelings, and you went on about other things. I I, I didn't say that. Give me the give me the solid answer then, right here. What do you how What do you have to say about the other person's feelings as well? Hmm. What's
0: it's not it, so. Like I said, the only thing I can talk about is my experience, and I also know that at the end of the day. You know, if they have chosen to stay in my life, they've already made that We're decision. not
1: talking about you making a transition. We're talking about the other person in every situation that we've addressed this evening. The first situation being the business owner that distributed is against Angelo Starbucks, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Ask him mm-hmm. to leave. You say if I feel that way, then I'm going to go and I'm going to say what I have to say on social media because I feel this certain way. But what about that business owner that feels that this is the policy? the next thing that we talked about was the the educators the educators the child feels that they want to be addressed as this but what about the educators feelings who doesn't want to participate in all of that and just wants to teach why is a light not shown on them why is a negative light shown on them for standing up on how they feel and and i asked you how do you feel about that
0: Hmm. i mean again as i said before it's all nuanced and um you know I, I just because it's not I get what you're trying to say, and I completely understand the the point of what you're you're trying to say here, but again, I go back to what I say, everything is nuanced, and every situation matters, and I have to take the you know take take what information I know at that time and make the best decision uh, for me you know, Hello, same and question man before.
1: Do you do you care about the feelings of others that that discriminate against you that that don't participate in one of the trans children to be identified by a pronoun or the, the parent that doesn't want their woman, that their cis born child, cis, cis girl born child to participate in in um, athletics with trans women? Right. And, and, and I
2: understand the question. And while you guys were discussing, I was really going back and forth in my brain. Um, I respect everyone's decision and how they feel, okay? Um, Yes, I might feel discriminated against. I might feel, um, I, I can feel a lot of emotions. And yes, in the moment, in the heat of things, we all do things that sometimes you step back and be like, well, I should have done things differently. but the way that I look at it is, it's not only my, my point of view as well, but the other points of view as well. Cause you, yeah, I might feel a particular way, but you should also walk in my shoes too, as you want me to walk into your shoes. You and I most people, I'm, I'm old school. I like to have those debates. I like to open up conversations and have people understand. Unfortunately, we've come to a point in America where we're tribal. It's, one way and one way only, nobody comes to the table and and, and have a discussion of how people really, really feel. Mm -hmm. And then when you become tribal is where this conversation comes in, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me how you feel. Well, no, this is how I, no, tell me how you, when people genuinely sit down and put themselves in each other's shoes is when really we're gonna get things point across. Unfortunately, yes we live in a society right now that everything's a platform people get canceled for feelings get closed for feelings you know get blasted because of feelings and yes the other person is not brought into the conversation which is sad it is sad that the other person isn't brought into the conversation so people can learn but the other problem is is again i go back to the point that we're tribal and when you become tribal that's where people stop communicating you know what i mean um so in my the way that i look at it and the way that i stance on it is hey um yeah i'm sorry you know this is how you feel this is how things are coming across and i'm not trying to be an asshole, but Do you understand how you're making me feel Mm -hmm. yes i'm going to social media because how you made me feel now yes i am the type of person that if you know going back to my starbucks if i go to starbucks oh you you can't be served here because you're gay overweight whatever Whatever excuse you want to give me i'm gonna look at you like you're crazy and i'm gonna be like uh what the hell but that's not going to stop me from not putting myself into social media and blasting you. Now, if you want to have your big boy pants on, after I put on my social media and say, "Why did you feel that way? Why did you give me that one-star rating?" I will tell you this is why, because this is how you made me feel.
1: Gotcha. So you you but, you're up to having a conversation if the if if the person wants to 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 go back and forth and have a dialogue with you about the discrimination or whatever it may be. You're open to having that conversation without I'm tipping the bowl over.
2: Right. I'm I mean I'm not the type of person that's gonna go crazy and ham on somebody. I mean I love me some ham, but I'm not gonna go crazy <laughs> on ham. But what I'm saying is is unfortunately, I mean we're having this discussion really this this particular discussion because people Because right now in America, we are tribal. Mm -hmm. 20 years ago when I was raised, when I was growing up, we weren't a tribe. It wasn't me against them. Now we've turned into a tribe. I'm going to stay in my corner and I'm going to have my beliefs and I'm going to stay in your corner and you're going to have your beliefs. Nobody wants to have that conversation.
1: Gotcha. No,
2: just like just just like just like you and I, you know, just like us three are having this conversation, no one would say, "Well, why is you know your beliefs different than mine?" So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it kind of answered your question or not, but
1: really, what I I took from your answer is that. You're at least open to having a dialogue about whatever the situation may be. If it's the educator, if it's the if it's the the Starbucks, if it's if it's the uh the athlete, you're open to having the conversation. You do care enough about the other person's insight on it to hear it and learn I from. do.
2: I do care okay. about the other person's feelings and okay. most I mean, I'm I, I don't know if I've said this before. I'm a social worker. This this is what I do. If I I love my job. I I care about people. I want to hear what you have to say. At the same time, you, I give you the same courtesy you to do. understand my point of view. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And like I said, you're. I don't do this industry. like I was talking, uh, in, in, you know, in my uh, my welcoming to the show. I don't. I don't do my job just nilly willy. I love my job. I love being a caseworker and 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 helping people. But at the same time, if you don't give me the same grace and courtesy, then you're not going to get that same grace and courtesy. I understand that you have religious beliefs. I have my own religious beliefs. I'm—I mean, I was raised Catholic, Voodoo. I mean, come on.
1: Yep. Yeah. I got you. Now, to bring it up a little bit, because that conversation kind of got a little, little, uh, for lack of words, I want to learn about Vogan. Raja calls it ballroom culture you call it voguing culture we started this in pre-production i just need to know like so why why is it called ballroom why is it called voguing what's going on with the houses i feel like it's gangs i'm interested like this is something that i see on tv and i'm like you know what i'm gonna ask these guys can they say ask them anything you might not participate in any of this but please share your information to a young lost man like myself Go
2: ahead, Angela. <laughs> um, okay, so ballroom and voguing. I mean, I I know how they kind of mesh together. Um, don't get the ballroom part of it as misconstrued with the whole, you know, other ballroom that's out there, you know, as far as merengue, salsa bachata, you know, and stuff like that and and flamingo and you know, all that stuff. Um voguing really kind of started off it, it's when you say gang kind of it, it it was more of a friendly battle between houses keep in mind in the community in the community you even back then it it's 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 a it's it's sad but it even happens today you have a lot of lgbtq kids and and um you, and people that are not accepted in their own home, in their own house. Mm-hmm. So yes, you have the house of Ninja. You have the house of, you know, Le Jean Javi, You have the house of this and that. It's not, it's a house of inclusion, right? It's a house of accepting other kids that are not accepted in their home, accepted in my home. So that's where the house kind of- Okay, thank you, thank you. So that's where the houses were created, right? Especially in the 80s. And especially in the 80s, a lot of these kids were kicked out. They were thrown through the streets. You know what I mean? The, the Parents, they found out that they were gay or found out that they slept with a man or even had an inkling that they were, you know, gay. They kicked them out of the house, right? So, yes, the house of... And, and I use the house of ninja because when I was growing up and I was talking to... um. Reggie, about this. When I was growing up, I was very familiar with the House of Ninja. Being raised in, you know, in in New Jersey and being close to New York, I, I, and and, and Willie Ninja was basically the founder of voguing and the ballroom scene. Um, he accepted these kids that were thrown out, Whoa. and you know what I mean. And it's kind of like if you run an orphanage, what are you going to do with these kids? Yeah, you know. So. But he, um, you know, he started this ballroom uh, ballroom voguing stuff, and it kind of started like a kind of like street battle, right? My house is better than your house, and we're yeah. going to vogue and see who does it. The- you know what I mean? And it started as a friendly competition, friendly, you know, whose house is better. You know, it's kind of like civil robbery, right? I mean, okay. I don't know if you had, like, civil robberies, like, you know, am I better than you are? You are better than other yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how it kind of started. Right. Um. Today now, ballroom is still kind of underground. It's not as, it's starting mm-hmm. to become more mainstream because of legendary. Legendary. Um, and and uh, pose in the yeah. show pose as well, that they showcase voguing and, and the houses. But to answer your question as far, how the houses are, Formed and, and and like you said that it's you felt that it's a gang. It's, yeah, it's not like really this. a gang. It's just you have these these people that are taking kicked out of their
1: homes. You know what I mean? Like and, an orphanage, and, and, uh, for lack of words, like an orphanage. I guess. Yeah,
2: I, you can use it as uh, a kind of
0: because they they really do get to choose their family. So you know. Yeah. Or orphanage, they're kind of like a a a, a family that chooses to because there's a mother figure. Some houses have father figures. You have siblings, uh, right. brothers, and sisters, and stuff like that. You know, so it's it's really the family support network, right? Because sometimes, like you said, we you'd be surprised in 2020, you still got people, you know, family members that are kicking out, you know, uh, other people because of them being gay or identifying as, you know, transgender or whatever. Right. So.
2: Right. I mean, and I know, and I know that you know. You, you earlier you were discussing. And I kind of stayed quiet about it earlier, but I, I give to the Trevor Project um, because they help those displaced LGBTQ individuals that are displaced. I mean, that's kind of like the homeless situation. You know what I mean? I mean, we have thousands of homeless people in our country. And not only that, we have LGBT, I mean, most people, I'm, I'm I'm, not trying to be insensitive, but there's a difference, right? As far as being homeless and then being kicked out for your sexuality. There's a difference. I, yeah. I mean, I, I want to make sure that there's a difference there, but because you're thrown out of, of of your home because of your sexuality, it has nothing to do with economic pressures or anything else, just because you love somebody else. I mean, and getting shunned and kicked out, that's devastating. That's you know it. what I mean? And those, these, these houses were... When, when Willie Ninja started the whole Vogue game um, uh, apparatus, I guess you, you want to call it, his intention was to say, hey, these LGBTQs are... These, these gays, these lesbians, these transgender kids are accepted in my home.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. I see you over there dancing, Reggie. You didn't have uh, a vote battle? You had a vote battle before, man. How you no, I, I
0: I've I've never done vogue, but you
1: do it? Like if you just in the, in a in a club. Oh, so you have done Angelo?
0: Oh, you have, you have. Yeah. I have.
1: So like like, oh, like how you know you won, bro? Like I,
0: <laughs> <laughs> how
1: do you know like <laughs> like this house? It just depends on where the cat
2: crack 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 ends. Yeah. Um
1: <laughs>
2: no, I did it at a uh I did it out a fun um uh when i was younger uh like i said i i, I met a lot of um willie ninja's kids growing up actually i'm one i'm still friends with uh with someone that is part of the uh uh willie ninja or was part he's he's older than me actually uh gary if you're watching hey um but um <laughs>
0: um
2: i learned a lot. From, like I said, I mean, I, I like I said before, uh, you know, and, um, I don't know if you heard before coming here as far as the announcement is concerned. I have a lot of useless, useless, but fun, you know, information in there. I, I bring a lot into the table. And yes, I, I kind of, I was always that shy gay kid when I was younger. You know, I was that one kid that kind of looked in the side and see what's going on. But I learned a lot. I mean, I learned a lot from you know, the voguing ballroom I used to
1: do the duck walk death drops, all that I mean I even at like, five nine <laughs> huh you used to do death and they just fall out on the floor and pop back up yeah shit like yep. it hurt man <laughs> well yeah.
2: I used to do that at 220 pounds but not now not at this way I'm not doing it anymore bad knees and bad back I'm not doing that no more I can probably still do a cat
1: I, I can probably still do the uh, duck walk but you got any footage You're we could put up? You got, you got any footage we could put on Instagram of you Vogan? Uh this is in the eighties, unless we had like a VHS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't man. think
2: I have any. I don't
1: think I got any VHS. <laughs> I, yes. I, I want to see this, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like I really wanna see this. Cause it look, it looks, like I said, it looks very entertaining. Um is- it was, Pose was the show I seen it on, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I gotta ask, I gotta ask, cause I'm confused now. Like, y'all gangbanging and dancing. I mean, cool. I could,
2: I could be, I could still be, I could be a judge on the. I mean, I don't need Megan the stallion to be there telling me who's gonna judge what. I mean, I can look at them and be like, okay, this is gonna win, this is gonna win. I, I've predicted the last two seasons of um, legendary, but like I said, I mean, voguing is not. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not the whole. Uh, definition of being gay. I mean, it's a it's a branch of it. Yeah. I don't want people to understand yeah. that voguing that everybody in the LGBT, um, and in, in the alphabet community. Oh god, damn it. Anyways, everybody on, in the now, community, you gotta say the letters, man. LGBTQ yeah. I, I
1: oh, a,
2: man. That's, at least I learned okay.
1: that. I know that part. Come on
0: roll well, out no. man
2: <laughs> we've had this, we we had this all this we've, we've had this before but not everybody is part of it and not everybody knows about it not everybody is part of it some of us do know especially the older you know god older ones okay but you know the oh, geez, um most of us know about it and um but the way that the houses were started. It's in you know, we already discussed how they started. And it's it, it doesn't identify everyone in the community. It is I like the art. Um it's kind of evolved of what it used to be. Um it really has evolved. Um you know and I'm I'm glad that uh HBO Max has picked this up to bring it to light,
0: right? Because It's Um, all part of it and and putting eyes on on the, you know, the community. I think it's great. You know, the visibility is definitely, you know, picked up in the last few years. And Legendary is, you know, something that I didn't even really, I I mean, other than the introduction to it to Pose, I didn't know that it still existed in the way that it did until I saw Legendary, um, which was uh, only here recently. So, you know, it's definitely a part of putting us all on the, uh, uh, you know, on a level playing field and making sure that everybody is represented in, in in some way shape or form but um yeah i have been to uh i would love to participate in it i i would be interested but i ain't got no rhythm you know what I'm
1: saying?
0: I, 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 I ain't got no rhythm like i mean i can do this but don't ask the rest of my body to do it because that's that's a whole different situation. Oh, you
1: can do a duck walk. Come on. You can uh, do a duck walk. I mean, I can do one, but I will not get up shortly thereafter. Or I might to stay down there. for the gram. You gotta do a uh, duck walk for the gram. When this episode drops, y'all go check I, his gram. I, I, oh
0: lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> guys, man, I really, 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 really appreciate this time I was able to spend with you guys on camera and in the group chat, behind the scenes, pre-production, post-production. I've learned a lot and I hope that the people that are watching have learned as well um what i mean by learn is like i told you from the beginning i'm a southern baptist male so my whole outlook growing up on it was it's negative it's not what you want to do um kick them out cast them out etc but as time grown as i become a parent as i'm seeing things i wanted to know and instead of me assuming i said hell why not ask you guys and you guys have done exactly exactly what I wanted for me. So for anybody watching, I, I say this from time to time when I do serious with people. I did this for myself because I really <laughs> wanted to know. <laughs> but, y'all, but y'all can watch as well. Yeah. Um, before, before we get out of here, Reggie, anything you learned? Any last words? Any comments, feelings? Mm-hmm. Talk to us before we get out of here, man. Yeah, man. Keys, I just want to tell
0: you, you know, and I, I, I don't know if it sounds crazy when I say it, but I do appreciate everything that you do. Um, because honestly and truly, you're bringing the conversations in areas and places that I never thought I would see go. You're, you're very intelligent in, in terms of you know uh, not letting down. And one thing I have to remember, because sometimes I feel like you personally attacking me, is that you represent not what you're saying. It doesn't necessarily represent you, but it represents a lot of people who feel that way about us still in this day. And... I appreciate you because you keep me on my toes and I'm a passionate, you know, I I, I debate, you know, but I'm very passionate. And the thing about me is when I get passionate, I I, I can emotionally shut down. And I appreciate you for uh, allowing me to push past this and just being open to the idea of knowing that maybe I don't know and the way that I think of it doesn't necessarily fit right. And, you know, maybe it requires a different bag. So, you know, I appreciate, you know, you partnering with us, Angelo. I mean, you've our friendship this year has grown, you know, significantly. Now you're a co-host a part of Reggie's Expressions, which, you know, it only made uh, uh sense. But, you know, at the end of the day, I really do value what you have to say. You and I are on two different ends of the spectrum when it comes to this lifestyle and I love what you have to to say, uh, in terms of, you know, speaking your truth and me, you know, standing firm in mine. So um but yeah, I, I'm excited to see what happens and and what's next and you know, Keys, you definitely have a I'm a follower, I am a fan, uh because I've seen some of your other shit, man, and you you that guy, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you that know, that guy, you that guy. You know <laughs> what, mean, what I'm saying? Man. So thank you so much for the opportunity. And this is this is turned out better than what I ever expected. Oh man, you're welcome.
1: You got any soft words to say for us, Angelo? Or are you gonna throw your eyebrow up at that's the whole time? <laughs> No, I I look I actually
2: came on board on this very nervous, um, to be honest. Um as we did episode one started off, we uh came into episode two and now in episode three. Um I, I actually have a lot of confidence within myself. Yeah, I have you know, I'm kinda like that little mid sized Chihuahua, you know. Um <laughs> but like I said, I I think I bring a lot of conversation into things, and to be honest, I I actually like doing this thing. I mean, I I, I hopefully is, we so. we could do something else. Oh yeah, um, you know, as far it, it, well to me, it doesn't necessarily have to be about the community because it, it, I have broad knowledge and stuff of uh, other things, but um, just. Just for people to understand that the the struggle that's happening within the community is not exclusive to our community it happens in every community it's helping it's happening in the black community it's happening in the latino community um so you know acceptance inclusion um and you know I know that the coming in coming out is a little different but the even even the inviting of having conversations with family and friends and laws i mean there's laws that affect all of us um not only lgbt black latino uh asians i mean we all have our struggles in america and to be honest i just wish summarizing everything else is before you judge other people just walk not even a full mile a half a mile in somebody else's shoes and you will probably understand their struggles as well instead of you just judging them because of your point of view because your point of view is different than mine your struggles and my struggles are different so um i'm just gonna probably end on that note because really i mean at the end of the day I look at race not being black or white or Caucasian. We're all one, which is the human race. And we should all experience it the same way. I know that's a a high expectation. But if we do look at it that way,
1: we should we would be able to treat each other better. That is true. Well, this is Keyz Ali, Reggie from Reggie's Expressions, his new co-host, Angelo. Thank you guys for watching. The bottom tells a story. Make sure you follow. If you want to donate, donate. I appreciate you guys. I thank you guys for watching. And hey, before we go, Nico, what's going on? Nico's not on the screen, but he's the guy that's been throwing things up and down. I was about break. to say, what's Nico doing in the background? Nico back there doing this thing. We appreciate Nico, as always. It's at Nico Smoke. Hey, I was about- at Nico Smoke. Make sure that you follow him. If you need If you need in-person setup, production, you already know, check out my stuff. He does it all. And if you need anything set up like this, and when you're online, Nico can take care of that as well. So shout out Nico Smoke again. That's at Nico Smoke. And just like that, man, we out. Three shows done. Hopefully, we can do something again. Thank you guys
0: for watching, and we out. All right. Hey, you guys, y'all know I love talking about my favorite things in the world. And this thing is no different it is one of the best ways that you can eat cake now me and Carlos was hanging out on a Sunday as we sometimes do down at the local farmers market and we were just trotting along and we saw this nice lady with a nice smile with cakes in a mason jar and I was like huh that's interesting Now, what pulled me in is when I start to see some of the flavors in what she had. One of my favorite is chocolate peanut butter. She also has birthday cake and she does them in gluten-free too, all right? Now, every piece of cake that I've gotten in that mason jar, I don't know if that mason jar added an extra flavor element or whatever, but it's literally the best, the moistness of the cake through and through the flavors that she used. And you can tell that she does it with love. Man, you can go down to the local farmer's market. She also has a storefront in the city of Winter Garden, okay? You can also go on Facebook, type in WorthyCakes. Uh, Worthy Her website is WorthyCakes.com. And yeah, you can actually take your pick. She can make a flavor for you. You can actually have them ordered and sent to you. Or you can go down to the local storefront, as I said, in Winter Garden, and she'll be able to service you. Her days of operations is Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Uh, Sunday, Monday, she's actually closed because she's out at the local farmer's market, either in Winter Garden or the one in Orlando, which is the one that I go to often. So if you guys get an opportunity to go down to the storefront, Or I get a chance to go and see her at the local farmer's market. Tell her that Reggie sent you. The gentleman with the podcast. And, uh, you know, she might give you a pat on the back for that. (laughs) But anyway, guys, I love that place so much. I am craving chocolate peanut butter cake right now. So I got to get off of this and actually go devour it. But go check her out. And I promise you, you won't be disappointed. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening to the episode. I appreciate each and every one of you. Enjoy your day.